Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. 2 Samuel chapter 13. In the course of time, Amnon, son of David, fell in love with Tamar, the beautiful sister of Absalom, son of David. Ammon became so obsessed with his sister Tamar that he made himself ill. She was a virgin, and it seemed impossible for him to do anything to her. Now Amnon had an advisor named Jonadab, son of Shimea, David's brother. Jonadab was a very shrewd man. He asked Amnon, Why do you, the king's son, look so haggard morning after morning? Won't you tell me? Amnon said to him, I'm in love with Tamar, my brother Absalom's sister. Go to bed and pretend to be ill, Jonadab said. When your father comes to see you, say to him, I would like my sister Tamar to come and give me something to eat. Let her prepare the food in my sight so that I may watch and then eat it from her hand. So Amnon lay down and pretended to be ill. When the king came in to see him, Amnon said to him, I'd like my sister Tamar to come and make some special bread in my sight, so I may eat it from her hand. David sent word to Tamar at the palace, Go to the house of your brother Amnon and prepare some food for him. So Tamar went to the house of her brother Amnon, who was lying down. She took some dough, kneaded it, made the bread in his sight, and she baked it. Then she took the pan and served him the bread, but he refused to eat. Send everyone out of here, Amnon said, so everyone left him. Then Amnon said to Tamar, Bring the food here into my bedroom so that I may eat it from your hand. And Tamar took the bread she had prepared and brought it to her brother Amnon in his bedroom. But when she took it into him to eat, he grabbed her and said, Come to bed with me, my sister. No, my brother, she said to him, Don't force me. Such a thing should not be done in Israel. Don't do this wicked thing. What about me? Where could I get rid of my disgrace? And what about you? You would be like one of the wicked fools in Israel. Please, speak to the king. He will not keep me from being married to you. But Amnon refused to listen to her, and since he was stronger than she, he raped her. Then Amnon hated her with an intense hatred. In fact, He hated her more than he had loved her. Amnon said to her, Get up and get out. No, she said to him, Sending me away now would be a greater wrong than what you've already done to me. But he refused to listen to her. He called his personal servant and said, Get this woman out of my sight and bolt the door after her. So his servant put her out and bolted the door after her. She was wearing an ornate robe. For this was the kind of garment the virgin daughters of the king always wore. Tamar put ashes on her head and tore the ornate robe she was wearing. She put her hands on her head and went away, weeping aloud as she went. Her brother Absalom said to her, Has that Amnon your brother been with you? Be quiet for now, my sister. He is your brother. Don't take this thing to heart. And Tamar lived in her brother Absalom's house, a desolate woman. When King David heard all of this, he was furious. And Absalom never said a word to Amnon, either good or bad. He hated Amnon 
because he had disgraced his sister Tamar. Two years later, when Absalom's sheep shearers were at Baal Hazor, near the border of Ephraim, he invited all of the king's sons to come there. Absalom went to the king and said, Your servant has had shearers come. Will the king and his attendants please join me? No, my son, the king replied. All of us should not go. We would only be a burden to you. Although Absalom urged him, he still refused to go, but he gave him his blessing. Then Absalom said, If not, please let my brother Amnon come with us. The king asked him, Why should he go with you? But Absalom urged him, so he sent with him Amnon and the rest of the king's sons. Absalom ordered his men, Listen, when Amnon is in high spirits from drinking wine, and I say to you, Strike Amnon down, then kill him. Don't be afraid. Haven't I given you this order? Be strong and brave. So Absalom's men did to Amnon what Absalom had ordered. Then all of the king's sons got up, mounted their mules, and fled. While they were on their way, the report came to David that Absalom has struck down all of the king's sons, and not one of them is left. The king stood up, tore his clothes, and lay down on the ground, and all of his attendants stood by with their clothes torn. But Jonadab, the son of Shimea, David's brother, said, My lord should not think that they killed all the princes. Only Amnon is dead. This has been Absalom's express intention ever since the day Amnon raped his sister Tamar. My lord, the king should not be concerned about the report that all of the king's sons are dead. Only Amnon is dead. Meanwhile, Absalom had fled. Now the man standing watch looked up and saw many people on the road west of him, coming down the side of the hill. The watchman went and told the king, I see men in the direction of Hororam, on the side of a hill. Jonadab said to the king, See, the king's sons have come. It has happened just as your servant said. As he finished speaking, the king's sons came in, wailing loudly. The king, too, and all of his attendants wept very bitterly. Absalom fled and went to Talmi, son of Amenahud, the king of Geshur. But King David mourned many days for his son. After Absalom had fled and went to Geshur, he stayed there three years. And King David longed to go to Absalom, for he was consoled concerning Amnon's death. Now, very, very sad and wicked turn of events here. First, an incestuous romantic desire on the part of Amnon for his sister, his half-sister, Tamar. Amnon, by the way, is David's firstborn son. So he's essentially the crown prince. In that culture, he is the inheritor of the majority portion of his father's estate. And in so much as his father's a king, Amnon was his expected successor to the throne. So Amnon fell in love with this Tamar, who was his half-sister and the full sister of Absalom. Absalom is second in line to the throne. There was another son who had apparently died by this time. And so this wicked desire on the part of Amnon, uh, nothing happened other than Amnon started losing a little weight because he had this perverse desire. But he had a friend and an advisor named Jonadab, who was David's nephew. He was the son of David's brother. So he was Amnon's uh, first cousin. And so he, um, he gave him advice. First, he said, what's wrong with you? And, he, and Amnon admitted, I'm in love with Tamar. 
So he said, go to bed and pretend to be ill and ask your father to send your sister to make you some food. And he didn't carry out the conversation to what could happen then, but he plotted to the point where Tamar would come into his presence. So David dispatched Tamar to the house of Amnon. Uh, Tamar, in her innocence, made um, some food for him. And then um, uh, Amnon said, come to bed with me, my sister. And she was shocked and appalled. And she said, no, no, my brother, please don't do this. Don't force me. But sadly, uh, he continued on and he raped her. And then after he raped her, he was furious with her. Uh, We don't know, other than the fact what the Bible says, he was filled with an intense hatred that was greater than his previous love. So he threw her out, and she begged him not to throw her out after the rape, but he threw her out of the house and discarded her like so much trash. Immediately, she encountered her brother Absalom. And her brother Absalom said, has Amnon, your brother, been with you? And apparently she conveyed to him that um, he had. And so from that point forward... Amnon and Absalom were on a collision course, but Absalom kept his own counsel. He didn't let Amnon know how upset he was. The Bible said he didn't say a word to him, good or bad, but he hated Amnon for disgracing his sister. Now, I want to remind you, under the Bathsheba sin, the prophet Nathan had prophesied to David, the sword will never depart from your house. And so this scene is being set to fulfill that that curse or that judgment of God with these um, firstborn and secondborn son of David now in opposition to one another. So two years later, Absalom finds his opportunity and he kills Amnon. And this is um, a terrible turn of events. But Absalom flees to his grandfather, who's a king uh, in another country, and he stays there three years. So this chapter ends with um, David suffering the loss of his firstborn son and then longing for his secondborn, Absalom, who is estranged from him after the murder and living in another country, the country of Gesher. Lord, uh, this is just a horrible, horrible chapter and turn of events. First, Lord, um, we can't imagine the wrong done to this Tamar, nor um, how on earth Amnon could have become so perverse as to think this would be a good thing. But, Lord, the the judgment that was poured out um, with Absalom executing Amnon, Lord, we can't condone that, but in many ways we can understand it. This was his sister who was violated, and uh, for whatever reason, David didn't intervene or um, come after Amnon to punish him for what he had done to Tamar. And so this uh, Absalom took it in his own hands. We don't condone that, but that's what happened. Lord, uh, we recognize that this sin, this incestuous sin, was especially egregious to you and to us as well. But Lord, we remind you that we live in a time when this has taken place as well. And so if there's anyone listening that has been a subject to um, being mistreated in this way in an incestuous uh, situation, Lord, we ask that you would break off the pain and the destruction from that. Lord, that you would bring healing where there seems to be no healing. And Lord, if there are families that are listening that have been affected by this, bring your redemptive purposes to bear, Lord. Don't let it end in destruction and death as this situation did with David. We pray these things, Lord, now in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. 
It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.